Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain Westwire podcast where we're talking bull stuff. Bull season is here. Jeremy Moss, Matt Kennerly, say hello. Howdy. Oh, switches up. All right, that's fair. <laughs> uh, iTunes, Stitcher, that's where we're at. Uh, MWR.com, Facebook. Give us a like, please. We're begging you, sort of. But this game, Saturday afternoon, we're talking bull stuff. San Diego State Army. Army, Um. well, first let's go to this part, Matt, because Aztec fans, and we're jumping, jumping right into this, folks. Aztec fans were not happy about this game at all. But they should have been happy, right? Because Army's an actually pretty good football team. I mean, they were good enough to beat Navy and take home in the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy for the first time since, what, 1996? Uh, a long time. That's what, that's what I'll say. Just a long time. Uh, but they should be fine because here's how the bowl thing went down a little bit. Aztecs wanted to get their own bowl game where it kind of work a deal with the Mountain West. They're hoping Foster's Farms Bowl because the Mountain West had six teams, which means the Foster was in play if all five got picked up. And then they could swoop in and take anybody else. Or Mountain West is a backup. But instead, we got, what, Purdue and Arizona in that matchup, I believe. Yeah. So, Kill Tate will just crush over the Boilermakers. And so, then there's um, Rocky Long. Every day, his AD would come in. What do we got? What bowl game are we looking at? Where are we going? Every day, a different answer, Rocky Long said. He was like, okay, that's interesting. And then when there's, and there's about eight bowl games discussed. This is one of the bowl games that was not discussed. So it's, it tells you how crazy bowl season is. And here's the thing. like They all want to play a P5 team, but did you really want to play an Oregon team like we saw who basically got murdered in that game with a new head coach? Would you want to play a 6-6, six and six, uh, name a terrible, what, Texas, Texas Tech, some random 6-6 six and six team just because they have a P5 logo? You want to play a better team than that? Army's a pretty good team. Weren't they the uh, behind Oregon, the second-best team in F- S&P Plus, I believe? Uh, as far as Mountain West bowl opponents are concerned, I believe, yeah, yeah, I think that was correct. They're pretty high, and so it's like, come on, folks! It's like it's a good opponent, and it's not the Army of old that's been like winning two games under like Bobby Ross or whatever. Yeah, and that's also true, but it is also true that they've been a little bit fortunate this year. So they've won nine games, right? They're nine and three. Yes. Do you know what their record is in one score games? Six and one. Close. Ooh. But they are five and two. Okay. And and almost from the get go, they've been a little bit charmed because they you know they beat Buffalo by four, lost to Tulane by four, and then they had a couple of pretty convincing wins over UTEP and Rice, and then they no they beat Buffalo actually by four. Did I say they lost to Buffalo? Yes. You did. Oh, okay. So they beat Buffalo. Uh, and then, you know, in October, you know, they have a one-point win versus Eastern Michigan, three points over Temple. They take it to Air Force pretty handily. Oh, yeah. Um, Five-point win versus Duke, three-point loss to North Texas, and then... With 100 combined points. Yeah. 101. <laughs> and then, what was it, a one-point win over Navy? Um, oh, S&P Plus is updated. Uh Think so, Navy or three point Navy Navy missed a field goal, I believe. So. Okay, I thought it was a game. Was it a game tying field goal? I forget. 
Uh, it was close. It was one possession. It was uh, no, it was a one pointer. Fourteen to thirteen. Navy missed a field goal in the snow. So the larger point is that you know they are good, but they've also been a little bit lucky this year. And I think it's fair to say that when you look at the schedule of teams that they played this year, obviously the number one team is Ohio State. I don't think anybody's going to argue that point. But would it be fair to say that San Diego State is the next best team that they've played? Yeah, because well, let's just look at it really quick. S and P plus, yeah, by far because yeah, Ohio State's number one in that ranking, and I don't think these are updated after that Army game, but that's fine. It's close enough because that's the only game. But like UTEP's one thirty, Rice is one twenty eight. Those are there's only one hundred thirty teams in FCS yeah. or FBS. They played Florida, Buffalo six and six, but not going to a bowl game. North Texas is pretty good, but they're still only fifty six, and they lost to them by three and. Two things. San Diego State, this is probably this is going to be the second best offense. Maybe yeah, second best offense and defense, and it's basically second best team overall because after Ohio State, their offense and defense is better than the Aztecs. Sorry, Aztecs fans, but that's the case. But yeah, this is by far the second best team. I don't think it's close. Because it's, San Diego State against any of these teams would have would crush any team almost on the schedule. Yeah, I mean I think that's fair to say. So I mean, while Army does have some strengths I'm pretty convinced that their strengths lines up pretty well with what the Aztecs want to do on defense. Obviously, when you're talking about a service academy, first and foremost, you have to talk about the running game. And Army has had a pretty good one all year long. You know, Ahmad Bradshaw, he's been knocked around a little bit, but he's far and away the best runner. You know, nearly 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns, almost 8 yards a carry. And if you look at, you know, highlight yards per opportunity, which if you're not familiar with the term, essentially the number of yards that someone gains after the first five yards, after the offensive line has done its job, he's getting almost eight yards of carry there too. You know, Darnell Wolfork, the next best guy, he's averaging five and a half yards per carry. Andy Davidson, five and a half yards per carry. Kel Walker, 7.3 yards per carry. So this is a very potent running game but they've never faced a run defense quite like this. And I think that when you start there, you know, San Diego State in Mountain West play, number two as far as, you know, yards per carry allowed with only 3.4. So, you know, Army is going to, you know exactly what Army is going to try and do, but we've already kind of seen this matchup play out with the fact that San Diego State more or less held held Air Force in check back in in September. So... Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what else Army is going to be able to do because, you know, we've seen Air Force have some success throwing the ball. For as good as Bradshaw is running it, he's been pretty miserable overall when trying to throw. Like, he hasn't taken any sacks, but he's only thrown it 39 times and he's completed just 12 passes. That's about yeah, that's about he... 30%. It's not very good. And so if Army falls behind early in this game, if they're down, let's say, 14... I don't know that they're going to be in a position to come back against this defense. No, they're not because you got to be able to throw. He's had four games without without completing the pass, and one of those was the 0 for 0 versus Air Force, yeah. where he didn't complete anything. So here's, I think, a little bit. And also, in Mexico, when they played Aztecs, Lobos shut the, or Lobos were shut down with only two point four yards a carry. Yeah. Here's the thing where I think Army is a little bit different than than Air Force. Bradshaw can break off big plays. Mm-hmm. Air Force really didn't have that this year too much. That's true. In New Mexico as well, without 
guys they've had in the past. They didn't have the big play capability. So while I'm pretty sure Aztecs can handle for the most part, I think that's a concern. If Bradshaw can shake a defender off, and he's capable of getting a 30, 50, 60-yard run play at times in this game. Like he's had, just looking at his long for the season, like per game, like the longest in, in an individual game, every game he's played in except for one, he's had a basically – his, minimum, his longest run is at least 20 yards in any game, except for versus Ohio State. His long was a 9. So he's had longs like 71, 52, 42, 69, 48, 31. He's had his, like, he has a lot of these big plays. And I'm thinking if he, if they, this is how they're going to win, where I think they'll get the yards. I don't, I think just because how much the volume it'll be there. But the average may not be great. But what Army's going to need have to to maybe win is have Bradshaw run off a 40-yard or run off a 75-yard or something like that to get them in position. But I don't think he'll be able to have many of those. He might have, say, one or two, like 25-yard runs, just because I think he's capable of doing that. But that's the difference I see in this rushing offense compared to like the other comparables in the Mexico and Air Force. The big plays there more for Army than, in, than those others. See, I almost kind of see the exact opposite scenario being really key for the Black Knights. I'm not so concerned with their ability to break off big runs as oft- as much as I am with their ability to, let's say, I don't know, gain four or five yards per carry. Because you, what they've done especially well this year is just move the chains, get the yards they need in order to you know, keep things moving. You know, if you look at the efficiency metric, success rate, which is, I believe it's 70% of yards on first down, and then I think 80% on second down and 100% on either third and fourth down. Army's third in the country in that particular metric. So, you know, even if they haven't always been as explosive as you might as you might imagine, they've been able to move the chains very well. And so I think it's going to, excuse me, it's 50% on first down, 70 on second, 100 on third and fourth. So... I think it's going to come down to probably those first down plays where, you know, if they can get five, six yards, that may be all they need to really set themselves up and keep San Diego State off balance. They need to stay on schedule, I think, in order to really move this game in their direction. But again, that's kind of a big if, because if you look at what they've done, uh, if you look at what the Aztecs have done on first downs, I'm trying to pull this up real quick as I'm talking. You know, they don't really have the splits that I think Army is going to be able to take advantage of because they're still number two in the Mountain West. They still only allowed 3.8 yards per carry on first downs. And that's actually their worst such figure by downs. You know, they improve against the run every single down. So, you know, I can see an avenue where Army can turn this game in their favor. I'm just not sure they're going to be able to do so. Well, what do you think they can do then? See, that's the thing. I mean, I think... <laughs> well, I'm saying if they can, that could be a huge point in their favor. But I think that's a big if against this run defense. Okay, you know what? We haven't even mentioned the best player on the field. Who's that? We have to mention... We're sharp. What do you think? Oh, I thought on. you were talking about Army's best player. <laughs> oh, no, no. We mentioned Bradshaw. I'm talking about... Sorry, that's a hard left turn there to switch up a little bit. Rashard Penny. That's true. Uh, how, is he, uh, what's he going to do in this game? 200 yards, 250? Final game in the Aztec uniform? Is he going to return kicks? What's he going to do? I mean, the last time you asked me that question, I was hesitant to say, well, he's going to go off for 250. 
He might go off for 250 in this game. (laughs) Total or rushing? I mean, for as good as he's been down the stretch and for as significant a mismatch as I think there is with, you know, Penny and let's just throw Juwan Washington in there too. I think this is a significant advantage for the San Diego State running game because even against middling running attacks, They've been pushed around a little bit this year. Like, even though they blew out Rice, Rice still averaged over five yards carry. You know, they got pushed to the brink by Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan averaged five yards carry. Temple averaged almost six yards a carry. So, I mean, while I think the overall numbers are maybe skewed a little bit by their early losses to Ohio State and Tulane, because in those games they gave up almost eight and a half yards per carry, you know, this is a run offense that's been dangerous pretty much all season long. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like I said, if Rashard Penny's going off for 250 and he does the thing where he did against, you know, San Diego State or, excuse me, Arizona State. That's what I was thinking. Let me. Where um, he runs for like an 80 yard touchdown on the first drive or something like that. That kind okay. of thing is not going to surprise me in the least. Did you know? Have you? I'm looking at his numbers right now. I'm still shocked he didn't get like a Heisman invite because of this. He did finish fifth, by the way, for those who are wondering. In his final four games, 253, 234, 222, 203. Pretty good. 912 yards. He had 2,027 for the season. Nearly half his rushing yards came in four games. And touchdowns nearly half as well where he had uh, nine touchdowns out of 19. <laughs> <laughs> he had five games of 200 plus yards. How did he not, again? How did he not get a finalist to the Heisman? That's an excellent question. I'm just saying, I get like, I don't, it just makes me mad. His last four games, he averaged about 10 yards a carry too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. Was that 253 game versus Hawaii? Was that a school record? Uh, I don't have that information off the top of my head, but I remember I thought it was some maybe all-purpose record or something. Cause he had like 400 yards all-purpose in a couple of these games. Would it be fair to say like, it sounds like it should be a record? If not, it's top three, right? Yeah, because you got Marshall Falk, um, Donna Pumphrey had some running backs back in the day. Um, the Nevada game he had 429 all-purpose yards. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a big game because last game Army's defense isn't great. Even though they did okay versus Navy, but they're, he's just going to want to run and run and run. Yeah. And, and he'll get it done. And and to that point, here's here's one thing I'll point out because I feel like it's going to be extremely relevant in this matchup. We talked a little bit ago about highlight yards per opportunity. Do you know what Rashad Penny's highlight yards per opportunity is right now? Um, it cannot be calculated because it's off the chart. It, well, it, it might as well be, but <laughs> it, his highlight yards per opportunity is 9.4. So, you know, his yards per carry is nearly 7.5, which is outrageously good on its own. But then every time the offensive line does his job, he's basically getting another first down on top of that. So, you know, and that by, by sake of comparison, that's two yards better than Juwan Washington, who 7.4, still really good. But it's also about a yard and a half better than Bradshaw's been able to do himself. And he's been doing it against some kind of tough defenses. You know, obviously he got shut down a little bit against Boise State and Fresno State. But I think it's fair to say that Army doesn't quite stack up in that rate. 
on convert and conversely, you know, one thing I think Army is going to run into a lot of trouble with is, you know, we talk about havoc rate in the past, which is essentially the rate at which a unit or a defense creates a tackle for a loss, a sack, or you know, a pass defense, anything to break up positive play. The defensive line for Army ranks 124th, but their linebackers, <laughs> but their but their linebackers rank eighth. So it leads me to believe that, you know, if they're going to have any chance of stopping Penny at all, their linebackers are going to have to have the game of their life. Because, you know, they do have some talent, I think, in that linebacking core. You know, James Nactigal, for instance, has five sacks, seven and a half tackles for loss. You know, Alex Ackerman, who's probably the leader of that team, he has six sacks. He has 14 and a half tackles for loss. So it's not as though... The, the the army defense is devoid of playmakers but i think they're going to be under a lot of pressure to try to load the box and Rashad Penny still might be able to beat them because we probably haven't talked enough about when this when this offensive line has been healthy for San Diego State you know the young guys the kids are all right you know Tyler Romer was a what was he a first team all conference selection or was he second team I'm not sure off the top of my head, but regardless, that's pretty good, first or second team. Yeah, I mean, him, Keith Ismail, you know, both of those guys had pretty good arguments for being first-team contributors. And, you know, I feel like even if they do stack the box, you know, Christian Chapman still has more or less done what he's done all season long. He basically had a better version of the same kind of season he had last year. Like, he still doesn't make mistakes. He's only thrown three interceptions. He still completed about 60% of his passes. And we've started to see a little bit down the stretch where, you know, the young guys in that San Diego State offense, as far when it comes to catching the ball, making a little more of an impact. Like, you know, Cahill Waring's had some big moments this year. Um, you know, Isaiah Macklin's had a couple of nice catches this year. Tim Wilson's been, you know, up and down, down the stretch. So even if they do load the box and dare... San Diego State to try to beat them through the passing game. I'm not necessarily sure that that even is a bad matchup for the Aztecs because I'm sure that's kind of what they want to do. They want to be able to use Penny and Washington effectively enough to open up the passing game a little bit. You're right, like even guys like, yeah, getting to David Wells, make a holder. Yeah. Passing game, it's not what it was where it's as bad. It's enough where we've seen game-winning drives against Stanford going to David Wells. Like, we've seen Chapman last year versus Wyoming, that 98-yard 99-yard, I say, excuse me, touchdown touchdown drive. Yeah. So it may not be as effective as running the ball or as potent or dangerous, but Chapman can go down the field. He can get eight yards here, six yards here. He can throw downfield a little bit, 20-plus yards to holder. So, yeah, that's probably the best way Army can win. And it, it, I would say that is the best way they can win if they could somehow limit pump, limit the uh, – not pump, sorry, Penny running the ball. But it's not going to happen. That's the thing. Like, that's their game plan going in, but I don't think they can execute it. Yeah, and I mean, just to kind of back my point up, I went back and I looked at, at all what all the Mountain West quarterbacks have done in November, specifically. And at least by quarterback rating, by yards per attempt, you know, he's only thrown the ball 48 times, or 49 times, rather, in the last three games. But he's got a quarterback rating of 172, which is number one, and he's averaging mm-hmm. 9.8 yards per attempt. So I think oh. it, it's not a stretch to say that he's, been playing quarterback as well as anybody down the stretch and so you know even if Penny's slowed a little bit like they they know we know they have confidence in Chapman to win a game 
but I'm just not really seeing where Army's going to be able to force that particular issue. They're not. I, San Diego State's going to win. I'm going to say right now, they're going to win. Okay. Like I said, there's like there's no question. Like if you're gonna, the line of this game is it still seven and a half? I believe. Uh, last I checked, it was six. Six. Okay, it's about a touchdown. If you're a, don't if you lose your money, don't blame me. But as much money as you're comfortable betting, put it on Aztecs to cover. I don't see how Army could score enough points to keep up with the Aztecs. So, do you have a score prediction? I look at the over under real quick. Give me a second here. Are, are you? Would you? Are you say they're going to cover as well? Perhaps. I don't think this game is going to be close. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I got it right here. Also, if you want to go to uh, Fort Worth at the former TCU Stadium, which I've been to once, it's eh, whatever. It's not great. Eleven uh, dollar tickets. There you go. Um, let's go to the ESPN Pick Center real quick because I'm trying to find it. The line is six they and have a the, half. By the way, and the over six, under is. 46? 46. Dude, Aztecs can score 46 on their own. Think so? <laughs> they won't, but I think they could. I'm going to go like 30 to 10. Like, it won't be close. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right to me. I think, you know, Army's a good team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, with like we said at the beginning, they haven't faced a team like the Aztecs. So, uh, I'm going to call it, let's say, 38 to 14. Okay. Also, a quick note against the spread Aztecs are 4 0 away from home. They're 3 0 for a favorite. 6 and 4 overall as the favorite against the spread. All right. But they're going to win. There's not going to be close. But I think we've exhausted the Lockheed. Do we know what Lockheed Martin is? Isn't that some government company that gets contracts for something? Lockheed Martin is like a military contractor, aren't they? Something like that. So. And in, 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 in line with military contracts, the gift item is a, is a suite. So, like, probably four, $500 gift card somewhere. Okay, so according, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, Lockheed Martin is an American global aerospace, defense, security, and advanced technologies company with worldwide interests. Do you think they got any of that $22 million UFO study that was discovered that Harry Reid started out in Nevada? Yeah, probably. <laughs> they had to get something from that, right? Yeah, apparently, like <laughs> their stock price right now is three hundred and seventeen dollars. If that gives you any idea of of how valuable they are, I should go to stockpile and buy some stocks. Something to do with jets. Yeah, technology. Yeah, even the Google, government. Even, <laughs> I love this Google description. Um, uh, Sikorsky notified that the city of San Diego intends to purchase an S seventy I Black Hawk helicopter for firefighting. In search and rescue. All right, then. that's a, that's in the Google description. So that's that's serious <laughs> business right there. <laughs> that is serious business. All right, but I think I think that's all we got for the show. Um, thank you for listening to our Lockheed Martin up Hawaii. Jeez, not Hawaii. We're doing three bowl games tonight or whatever. Multiple bowl games. Four were Texas, so you're near Dallas. So cool. Have some fun there. Aztec fans are probably already there now. If you're going, give us a shout out or I don't know, give us a picture on Twitter. MWC Wire. But you got Army. Me and Matt both predict Aztec win, which better happen because I think we're on the are we on the good side of Aztec fans at the moment? Or do they like us right now? Well, I hope they do. I don't think they hate us. I think that's what I can take. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. We'll go with that. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, find us Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn, iTunes, all the fun places to get a podcast. And check back uh, sometime next week, and we'll have all these recaps as well. And we got a couple more bowl games left, but. 
Till then, enjoy Christmas um, and have fun at your bowl game, folks.